0: Hey y'all, what's good? Quick disclaimer before we start the podcast. Uh, I said that it's episode 17.5, which was the plan. Uh, Shit got really real, so it's actually episode 18. And if you listen on and or watch, you'll see why. Enjoy. Hey, what's good, y'all? This is C, Certified Brew Head, and y'all are listening to Beer and Other Shit, the podcast, and you're watching the video. So this is something different. We haven't done this before. This is episode 17.5. We're calling this an in between episode, just like uh, our mentor, who doesn't know he's our mentor, Tim Ferriss, calls the interludes on his podcast for the little short one. So tonight is actually something hella cool. I got a text from my boy, Naska Domini earlier this week. And he was like, Hey, there's a special event for Bose on Thursday. I thought of you. Are you interested? I'm like, are you? Yeah, sign me up. So his friend contacted me and asked for my home address to uh, send a, a courier over with the invite. And I was like, Why didn't she just email me? So, whatever, gave her the details. And like the next day, a bloke knocks at the door and he's like, See, I'd like to invite you to the, uh, the Bose event, private event on Thursday at uh, Lord William Pub. And he was holding these two bad boys, as you can see right here, which in first and foremost, it's fucking amazing that a dude comes to my door to invite me to an event holding two bottles of cold, like ice cold lug tread. Phenomenal. And then I can just flip this around here. It's got the invite on the the, the thing hanging around the bottle. So first and foremost, Bose, I'm already a huge fan, as y'all would have heard on the podcast. Um, Been to the brewery many times. I fuck with them super, super heavy. And just the fact that there's a dude who came to invite us to a, to an event holding two fucking bottles of Bose was just like all class all the way. So Bose never failed to disappoint. Um, it's actually for their, it's a cask night for their farm table IPA. So it's a new beer. The, uh, the gentleman who came to the door told me that it's, they're going to have three versions of it, the cask, the draft, and the bottle itself. So we'll be taking you guys to the venue tonight, to Lord William Pub. We're going to be drinking it now. We're about to leave, but we couldn't go there and not start things off right. So I'm going to crack this bottle of uh, Love Trade here and share it with my wonderful girlfriend, Tiffany, behind the camera. Hey. Hey. And uh, as you can see, I'm using this Brewheads uh, wooden bottle opener, which has a nice little magnetic uh, screw on there. Might as well promo this for Uncle Phil. And basically, when I pop the top, it sticks in there. So if you're into keeping the bottle tops for, uh, you know, people put them in those little boards or whatever, it keeps it completely, like... Not fucked up. So, if y'all haven't had Love trade it was actually, we did this in episode four of uh, the podcast with the original Gentleman Boys. Yeah, see that shit? Yeah, get that, get that, yeah. And that branded Bose glass, too. Oh, yeah. So, tonight's going to be fantastic. So, uh, does it almost fit? Almost fits the whole thing. So, very much looking forward to tonight. Um, all the Bose beers, honestly, dude, I, I've never, or dudes, I've never had a shit Bose beer. So, I'm super excited. To see what this farm table IPA is so we're going to actually make sure we'll discuss all three versions of them. Not sure how it's going to work so we'll see it when we get there. Cheers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah we brew heads. So pour a glass of crap in. We can do this. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head y'all are brew heads yeah, yeah we brew heads so pour a glass of craft beer we, we do, do this, this. yeah so we just reached the Lord William Pub in town for the Farm Table IPA uh, launch um race is pretty chill right now which is good it's a little quiet so we can do the podcast uh in peace. but um we met Lindsay from who invited us from the pub and she's awesome um she's actually said that they're gonna have a on the first Thursday of every month they're doing a uh, a cast night with bows. they're gonna release a cast specifically here which I'm super amped about cause I like, fucks with bows heavy and uh uh, it's just nice to be able to get it in the outside of Toronto, you know. Um, so, what I have right here, you can see this, is uh, three different versions of the Farm Table IPA, as I was saying. So, here we have the bottle, the cake, and the car. Um We spoke with the gentleman, actually, we'll just say I wish we had a butted on tape, but we had a good chat with the guy from Bose and... He was saying, so the cask is actually different to the barrel-age program that we've mentioned before. So the cask is just a metal thing, but they chuck it in and they, 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 actually, they add extra hops, like hops. So the rest of the bottle and the, and the cake, they said, were pretty much the same, and the cask was really sort of different. So I only had a small sip, um, so let's see how it is here. So, first one is the bottle. This one had a decent little head, definitely a hoppy nose, it's 6% ABV. Good. It's not super carbonated. Creamy pours. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry for the pauses. Trying to take this in. A little bit of citrus. Nice and hoppy. Um, not overly so. It's not like a fucking uh, you know bomb, uh, palate crusher type of thing. Um, definitely simple drinking, but a lot of te- a lot of flavour for the, for the ABV. 60 percent is pretty good. So you better crack a few of these without getting too fucked up. Yeah, okay, I like it. Right, so that's the bottle. The cake. Mm. I feel like I'm smelling it right now for the podcast, but yeah, I can't really like There's much less of a nose on the cake. It's definitely different less creamy, I, th- I think Now, in comparison the bottle was more musty, um, the hops are still there, it's definitely a lot more subtle on the drafts, though it was drafts, I've got to grab the draft from a fucking, from an esky, from a cooler, so it wasn't like a fully really proper proper thing, it didn't really have a large head, it's still a little bubbly, um, hmm. I feel like the, the subtle hop flavors are a little more present in the keg one, it's less overwhelming than the, the bottle one, still very fucking good, probably more sessionable taste-wise for those like hot beans just from cake. And uh, the cast, the cast, that? don't Are you recording? Yeah. jump in. We're doing a podcast, how you doing, man? Podcast and What's <laughs> your name? Stu. Stu? Great. So you work at both? Yeah, I'm the, uh, the general manager for the ball. It's good timing. It's actually good. i was just reviewing the, the three beers and the differences. So maybe you could actually almost speak to it. Uh, I spoke to these ones. So the uh, the bottle definitely seemed um, more, more hoppy, more of a bit of a, like, still relatively sessionable, but still fairly hoppy yeah, exactly. Yep. I found the cake was definitely more subtle definitely the flavors were a bit more present, but I feel like I can really judge it because right. it's from the cooler type of system. Be if it full, it's still CO2, yeah. right? Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. But it's still, I feel like they don't do the same. In, uh, would you agree? I, I'm a little bit of an amateur with that, so I don't know. Absolutely, it. and uh, as of, I think, tomorrow will be on. Yeah. It will be? Yeah. Permanently. Yeah. Permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not for us. Oh, for the oh, month, month, right? And then there's the one every Thursday, first Thursday, every Exactly, very excited about that. Yeah. And the cast, so I was about to say, this one is... Um, cloudy. Yeah. Um, more <laughs> no, because it's dry hot sweeter. Yeah, dry hot yeah. so with simple, right? Yeah. Get the audio. Okay. Sick. Um, do you have a preference between the three, or is there anything? Uh, I you love stuff on tap all the time. Yep. Uh, the reason why I wanted to bring the bottle in, because uh, it is similar, but you're right. There's, uh, there's there's a difference between the bottle and the cask, and sometimes it gets oxidized a little more in the bottle. So right. it's brand new. Like we just uh, we just, just brought it in, in yesterday. Oh, wow. So if it was like, like a week later, you might see a bigger difference. Right. Uh, what what would be the differences that you notice with the oxidation? 60 IBU mark um, yeah I would say it's just more like the, the oxygen flavor to it like, okay. not that it gets, like a cardboard thing, uh, at yeah all I would say okay that's a good question about it because I always want to describe them in my reviews like I've been doing this for a few years now like but I'm far from it like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about it's just sort of you might know more time. than I do right? <laughs> that very much. But let's be, I always describe things as musty. Right. Which ne- I never thought about calling it cardboard. That's a really good word, which is why I want to ask is that is isn't a thing? Like what I say musty flavor, I feel like it's like an affinity the There's certain terms that uh, that I've acquired in this past year, because 'cause I've only been working for Bose for a year. Now. I used to run uh, a bunch of pubs here in Montreal, Oh yeah. And uh, it's a friend of mine that I went to high school with that called um, Bose and started oh. both with his dad. Steve. Uh, Steve, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I one. don't know. Okay. I almost pulled that off, me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Yeah, of course. And his last name is Bochane, which yes. is why it's called Boz. Yes, yeah. I did read that. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan of that song. Yeah, yeah, are me. He was to me. Yeah, phenomenal, man. Seriously, yeah, the guy behind it
1: he
0: is Matt. Yeah. 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 He's the one that you should really talk to about all the terms, the cards. Uh, People call it catty. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But the cardboard, the musty cardboard is like a a genuine thing that's... That's because it's getting older. You know? Uh, So you'll, you'll taste that cardboard taste in the macaroni. it's going to prolong the, the age of it. Right. Um, I would much rather you have than, than Matt would be here talking about the brewing process and the yeah. aging of it. Okay. No, that's fine. I was just, since you were here, and like, like I was like... i will uh, get a little stumped. No, that's fine. fine. No <laughs> yeah. pressure. It was just, uh, you were here, it was a perfect time, you that's were in cool. the middle of it, so if you did a white bean on it... I also um, came in and like smiled behind me. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was photobombing. It was video bombing. <laughs> video bombing, even better. It's, like, it's, like, it's like, um, What are you drinking then? Uh, this the, is uh, right from the... Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't favorite, big glass. What's your favorite? I'm definitely gonna go a big glass. Okay? Yeah. 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 Uh, I like a little less carbonation in my beer sometimes. Especially on an IPA. Uh, with the bottle I found it a little more carbonated. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, it's right it's right uh, and with the cask it's, uh, it's less carbonated. Yeah. carbonated. It's like the it's like the three bears. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, That's why I wanted to do all together. Yeah. I wanted to see the cask. I'm definitely going Yeah, the cast is very interesting. It's just so funny where it's the same beer and it's actually really interesting to in trial three side by like side. Yeah. Well that's just what we wanted to, want to do tonight. Right. We do sell uh the lug tread upstairs. Right. Uh, in, in bottles. In bottles. And we have one called the Grisette. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we t- I had that recently. That's a uh oh, is that a it's a Saison. Be- yeah, uh, it's Belgian Belgian ale. Yeah. Um, not really a safety well. A a sort of, yes. Yeah. So yeah. if they have Belgian yeast or something in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so yeah. So yeah, I would mean, I mean, similarly similar. Like, very similar. And it's it's low and low alcohol too, so it's like Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, and we kind of moved away from, uh, Yeah, we used to have these things called seasonals, Yes, yeah. which every brewery has, but we went to uh, what we call them farm tables now. So that's Okay, so that's what that is, I'm glad you brought that up, so farm tables is just both, both. It's our seasonal, and instead of calling it a funky name, uh, this beer used to be called Beaver River last year. So it's diff- is it the same recipe? Uh, we tweaked it a little bit, but we're not doing Beaver River this year, we're just calling it IPA. Yeah. Right. Farm Table Season. IPA, Farm Table Grisette. Yeah. Grisette is another form of brewing. Uh, we have another one coming out called Patter's Beer, which means Father's Beer. And that's another Belgian uh, ale yeah. that we're going to release for the summer. Fantastic. ordered, yes. but there's more chicken wings. Bravo. <laughs> Thanks, love. Hooking it up. These are the uh, jerk chicken wings. Oh, are they all there? They they're just about to start. Oh, start they're doing fantastic. Yeah. fantastic. Yeah. We wanted to do. Um, wanted to pair something with an IPA. We were thinking okay. of a jerk. He's like, well, we're actually about to release these spicy wings. Would they go well with the IPA? I was like, anything spicy in the IPA is going to go really well. Hell yeah, balance it out nice. So, So was like, well, that's perfect, because now they're going to release their chicken wings. Right. This is fantastic. I'm super excited. Do you know what's, I uh, don't know if that's a spoiler, but next month, what the next, yeah. the beer for next, uh, the first Thursday of May? We don't. You don't know? Oh, you're going to work that this month? Yeah, yeah, because we have one guy that actually does tasks. Right. And full about full two weeks before, I'm going to ask, yeah. what are you doing? He's like, well, oh, I'm going to have this. i was like, okay, okay. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, So it's, it's encouraged as well. I feel like uh, you guys are very, like the biggest uh, craft beer now in Canada after the middle street of Florida. I would say not the biggest craft brewery, the biggest uh, organic, yeah, um, yeah yeah even There's though you're out uh, there that are, well i mean um uh, what else is similar uh organic? steam whistle steam whistle okay. okay no not organic but steam whistle is still considered um, a crap brewery because they, like, they, they they produce a lot more than you do. Right. Yeah. okay so then granted i guess my point was your size that doesn't always lend itself to creativity and like doing cool shit all the time but you guys always like the crazy yeah. stuff that gets released in the lcbo so yeah. you don't always exactly the brewery where does that come from? Uh, That's crazy. It comes from uh, our sales of blood training Yeah, because that uh, covers 80% yeah. of the business. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look oil. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah bec- because we. Uh, match come over and talk to you as well. Yeah, if he's, if he's uh, interested i uh, feel free. He is, me. he is. I just gave over to Photobomb. No, Photobomb was also perfect. So yeah. <laughs> we can uh, we can just keep this rolling and just bring him in because yeah, I had head lot of later. You? Grab him yeah, sure. Thank you. Thanks, you. It, Thank you. Uh, the people are the best people, and, like, that's amazing. This is going to be a long room in between us, so then perhaps one sort here. Yeah, enjoy. you like, give me the beer. Um, so we have, I guess, I don't know if you can see, the, uh, the jerk chicken wings. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah, does, does, do you want to yeah, yeah. No, no, no. thanks, Zima. No, my pleasure. Thank you for chatting. Uh, yeah. I'm Craig. Hi, Matt. Here, meet you, sir. Yeah, to meet you too. Sorry, no, you retro- It's a little, uh, a little tight yeah. in there. Yeah, man. So we were just talking with Stu. He came over at the perfect time. We were just reviewing it. Uh, I have a podcast with my friend, and we, um, we do video and, and audio side of us just reviewing this, and he came over right in the perfect time. So he said that you are the man to probably sure break it down in more detail. So we were saying that. Um, so we got the, the bottle cake cast. Yeah. Uh, the differences are, I was just telling you what I found the differences were. So it seemed like this was, they're all seemed fairly sessionable. hots um, are uh, definitely more overwhelming in the bottle, definitely more dull in the cask and a little bit more, I'm uh, sorry, in the cake, uh, a little more, uh, um, I was call it, he mentioned he called it cardboard, I always call it musty, so we were talking about that even oh, flavor, okay. that's why he said you would know more about what does that, and then the cast is definitely uh, like unfiltered, so it's cloudier, uh, still subtler again, even though it was been dry hot, it seemed to be a little more subtler, I guess, overall. Okay. I don't know if you want to speak to the, habit, the differences between the two, and, and what's sort of on, on, a, on a deeper term. Yeah, so... Um, Really, the you know the bottle version and the draft version should be quite close to one another. Okay. Um, one thing that I do notice is that when you have an unfiltered beer like uh, the Farm Table IPA, if you get it into the bottle, there's like a, yet another opportunity for yeast to settle out. Okay. So it ends up being a little bit brighter as a result. Right. Um, then in the uh, keg version, you might because there's more yeast in suspension, there might be a little slightly more yeast bite okay. as a result. Would you say, sorry to cut you off there, that the, um, the the fact that it's in like the cooler version and it's not the traditional draft lines does that make a difference to the way that this particular not really, taste I don't, yeah, it shouldn't really make know, a difference. Okay, ultimately it should be um, very much the same beer as the one right. in the bottle. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, the cast-conditioned uh, iteration is by far the, you know, the standout there. Right. And, you know, that's due to uh, adding more uh, beer in early stages of fermentation okay. to uh, provide the conditioning. Right. Yeah. I personally feel that this might have been uh, less active than other instances, just on uh, ambient temperatures at the brewery. Okay. So I don't know that it you know, took on the full level of carbonation that we uh, might ultimately desire okay. or achieve in the future. Right. But uh, the dry hopping to me came through pretty significantly. Okay. Uh, we're using Simcoe for that. Okay. So I, I picked up on you know some more resinous kind of that added uh, an additional yeah, overlay uh, of complexity on the beer. So, yeah, I definitely feel like it's uh, more—it's like more nuanced than anyone I can think of. As yeah, as much, like, like describes it. So, with regards to that musty, which I'm getting in the finish, almost like a dry finish, I guess. I uh, like that you described it as cardboard, it lit, like, like, take a wetland. take you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had I should really get the three in front of me too do you want it mm. yeah yeah I'll come right back no worries okay yeah, take your time, time. Thanks. thanks let's talk through this bad boy sure so the bottle first yeah yep okay so it's uh, pretty clear yeah lots of clarity in it um I feel like I had a decent head as well when this one was pulled Okay. Um, kind of a mix of, like, uh, bitter orange and, and uh, grapefruit. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely get that. From the, what's the main pop in Is it Simcoe as well? Or is it a... Well, there's a, a variety of pops. Uh, Simcoe isn't uh, the main one. Um, we're using some Cascade in there as well. Um, uh, some Centennial. I feel Similar. like it's a subtler nose, eh? Yeah. Would you agree? Or what? I feel like. I'm yeah. Like, it's, I feel like um, in comparison, like this one hit me. Like, like, yeah, it's a little, like, a little more, more. Yeah, it's a little more close.
1: And
0: potentially, like, I do creamy is the right word. Uh, like, like a little bit yeah. in the body there. Creamy, know, once again, I'm not sure. Lots of lack or, of the, the prickly kind of carbonic right like, you know, in a relative sense. Yeah, yeah. In, in comparison. Yeah. Overall, I would Yeah, it's definitely less uh, carbonation. Yeah, I find that for the most part, the differences are subtle. Very subtle, yeah, yeah nothing huge. Then we've got the cast, so it's definitely cloudier.
1: Yeah.
0: Not, not a ton of carbonation. Certainly, quite different. Yes. You know, smoother, creamier. Um, it, it like a touch sweeter. Yeah. Essentially, because there's the extra, she's the extra sugar. Yeah, I think the there's residual sugar from, from yeah. prime meats right. that might not have been totally fermented. Right. Okay. <laughs> I like it a lot. It definitely works well. Like she was just saying it's actually the Beaver River. Uh, yeah. The, that's yeah. Re- I, re- re- I re- mean, there, there, there have been some. Flavor and maybe you know downplaying or moderating straightforward hop bitterness right. bit. Is that is that just because it's played out of it, like it's too common, like that, oh, that color, like California? Yeah, just so of, I find it you know it's um, yeah it can uh, yeah become more one dimensional than you ever want your beer to be. Right. Yeah. Is that why Bose hasn't particularly? like we were saying before when I grabbed the beers like the group and stuff like that like it's weird as hell it's like but no one else makes those beers and it's surprising like it's surprisingly tasty and it's some stuff that you wouldn't particularly normally go for but just because it's Bose I don't give a shit what it is I'm going to make like, stuff that Bose made I'm going to drink it yeah. never had a bad beer yeah. from you guys but I feel like even if it's like not my preference it's still extremely well made right. I feel like you guys have I guess not gone towards that you know typical west coast say, you know, like, pop on type of thing, which I do like just because it's not super common here, it's fun, because it's like, how much can they wreck them out? you guys never played into it. Yeah, and I, you know, I think that, you know, the best brewers everywhere, like, the West Coast included, I think, are, uh, I mean, uh, you know, way more refined um, in terms of how they nuance I think, like, yeah, historically I think that um, some craft brewers were going after bragging rights about having, you know, most the bitterness and the, uh, high-side views of the beer. But those days, if they're not already over, are going to be. Uh, no one wants, like, a, a sledgehammer. beer is like a good story it has a beginning middle and end, right and there's elements that go throughout that story and it's not like it, it shouldn't be like a headline you know a lot of hops in here. And that's <laughs> it. You know, it's a great metaphor. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. Okay, interesting. So on that note, if I, may I ask what your uh, general role at Bose is I'm the brewmaster. The brewmaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Okay, perfect. So one thing I think is one of the coolest things you guys did is the B side. Um, bringing in Gigantic and the uh, uh, Kissmire. Uh, is that the brew Kissmire or is that the <laughs> name of the beer? Uh, it's uh, Kissmire. Thing. Brewery. Oh, it was just. He's like a, like a, a gypsy brewery or brewer, right? Are you guys able to speak to? Do you have any more collaborations coming up in the future? Yeah, we um, yeah, can speak about. We don't have anything from Dub yet, but uh, we are definitely expanding on that program yeah. going forward. That's yeah. Very cool. My friend uh, in the states just went to Gigantic in, in Portland. I brought him here from Phoenix, Arizona. He came up that he owns a craft beer a merchandise company. So he came up and we did like a song and a video and stuff about it. And uh, so we took him to Bo's last trip. He came last year and he loved it. So he bought the Gigantic and took some back. And he was super, super amped about it. So the Formidable one. And he went out there last week and he said it was phenomenal. I just thought it was so cool to get. Like, I don't know if it was like a, a cheeky way of getting the distribution for the U.S. Guys, like, hey, like, I can't. It's a pain in the ass to get distributed we put the beat side through us, and then I'm sure there's like a reciprocal agreement or something, I thought that whole concept was genius, it's a great way yeah. for you to expand your brand, for them to expand their brand, and that whole collaborative vibe of that craft beer industry, that amplified that for me, I think it's phenomenal, it's very, very cool, and you don't see that you know, yeah. in industries. So, yeah, it's It's really cool, cool. yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we all kind of benefit through collabs, yeah. Yeah, in the sense that... especially you know, when it kind of uh, distills down to offering a, a, product, you know, a product that's never a product, it's a beer, <laughs> yes, uh, a beer, a new beer that the consumer wouldn't otherwise have access to. You know, with that, the stylistic preference of brewers who don't actually necessarily live in their homes. Ago, but yeah, looking into the, and get into the beer store, all these little elements, and, and being a foreign yeah. I just spoke to someone before about it, and it was the, the foreign I think foreign or whatever, American breweries, or even out of yeah. province breweries, getting into various Canadian markets is so expensive, so time consuming, so bureaucratic that it's just like I'm not going to it, Whereas this was a cool way to bring something for like I to just a fan of craft beer to get something from the west coast, which is super tough to get. Particularly in Quebec, it's literally impossible. In Ontario, when we go, you know, they've got a bit more of you know, I think they have like an Eater's now, you know, and stone and stuff finally. But, aside from that, you can't really get it, so to have something super random for performance is very cool. And uh, you guys gave that a uh, channel to get into the, the hands of the Ontario Craft Brew fans. Yeah, uh, super dope. Um, it's, yeah, it's been a really big movie us. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, we're just really happy to be part of that. Very cool. Can you also, if it's not asking too much, so you are the man in charge of the monthly BS that you do the task yeah. every month, is that your... You no, know, is that word? Okay. No, no, I mean, we're at a scale now where, you know, some of these responsibilities need to be... Yeah. Spread out Yeah, delegated and... Okay, so then, a better question. Of all the beers you brewed and outside for those, what's your proudest? What beer are you proudest about? Uh, You know, like, I, I'll always kind of hark back to Love Tread. So that was you? Yeah. yeah Congrats. I've been uh, there since, thank since you. Since the beginning. That's amazing. Yeah, since the beginning. And um, that, you know, to me is an ongoing labor of love. Some, you know. Yeah. Have- of our sales is love red. so that's it's where you know a lot of my focus needs to remain right yeah do you tweak the recipe or is it relatively yeah. yeah I don't really, we don't really stop yeah. with that we want is to make it you know the best beer as, possible, right? okay. as possibly can be. right yeah. so yeah trialing new new techniques new ingredients yeah. that's an ongoing process but we haven't done any kind of there's never been anything that could yeah. possibly Considered an overhaul to that beer? Okay. Minor tweaks here and there. That's it. Okay. Um, do you have anything that you're excited about is coming up? Anything in particular that you can yeah. speak to without building anything? Um, as far as whether it's like we We have a few beers that we're getting ready for our 10th anniversary, which is happening this summer. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Those details hidden for now. Just being but I think we have some nice surprises in hand. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the deal with that? Are you gonna have like an event somewhat the October fest or something? Uh, well I don't think it's gonna be on that scale exactly, but we're definitely gonna have a celebration. Have a something. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant, man. I'm really impressed. I'm very glad that you were here to speak, so I didn't realize you were the brewmaster. so well. Like, pleasure to be here. Yeah, man, this is great. It's very cool. It's, uh, Bose has definitely been a favorite. Uh, you know, i mean, been doing the beer podcast stuff, or the, the, the reviews for about five years now, so far from, just accidentally got into it, so kept coming back to, to both as far as the branding's always dope. Like, even just all of these things here, like, uh, the, the design are always on point. Every yeah. time I've been to the brewery, you know, Nick, you. Nick always gives us the tours. Oh, exactly, is like, yeah. that right, yeah. It was my birthday last year when we went, he gave me, like, just looked after us and really treated cool. us well. And uh, those small things, like, we do hip-hop music, so it's a very competitive field and people aren't always the friendliest, and so craft beer for us is being. Um, cool kind of side project that turned into a something, you know, to the point where we're bothering with video and doing all this stuff. Nice. And it's been very cool, and whenever we go different cities and you know, we've been to Detroit, and I'd love to say New York, not too crazy, but every time you go somewhere and they see us doing all these reviews, like, oh, what are you guys doing? And oh shit, you need to try this, or oh, you need to go here, here, and here, and it's just uh, and it's a very cool industry and, and everyone we've always met has always been dope, and specifically, I don't know, you guys are just it's really cool when we heard about tonight. And fantastic. Let's do this. And even the, I don't know if that was you guys or the pub, but they sent a guy to our door. Okay. Two bottles of blood tread. Nice. With the invites hunking around the, the neck. Yeah. And here you go, come on Thursday. That is classy. Wicked. Is exactly what I expected of both. Exactly. Nothing less. And then now you guys are here first Thursday of every month. So I'm extremely impressed and I appreciate your time. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So pour a glass of do this, yeah. Alrighty. So, today's been pretty fucking crazy. Um, not only did we get to chat with uh, Stu and Matt from Bose, but we have my
1: homeboy Pierre. Could you introduce yourself, sir? Sure. And tell the people what the fuck it is. What the fuck I am? <laughs> so... I'm pretty much French, as you can. Uh, so it's Pierre. What's your full name? Pierre Roucou. And who do you work for? We work for Glutenberg. Glutenberg. So we make uh, gluten-free beer, oh, in beer. Yes, sir. What first you, first what time do do? I saw first time I saw Glutenberg in a beer festival I was like eh, not interested. <laughs> like, I, I love beer, and, like gluten-free beer was not really interested, to, like interesting to me. But one day in a festival I tried Gutenberg and I was like, oh shit, what the fuck is that, it's, 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 it's great, it's like, oh it's Glutenberg, really? Like, right. So I started to try some of the products and yeah, it's uh, so I started to work for them like as a pure coincidence, so we're looking for someone at production, so pretty much canning, bottling, doing some the shitty work in a brewery pretty right. much but it got you in the door yeah right so that's what I wanted when I got my visa here in Canada so my, I wanted to work in a beer industry like it's, it's an amazing industry like anywhere around the world right but here in Quebec it's, it's been growing so much yeah and like everyone knows each other so if you go to some festivals in Quebec it's, you see all the brewers from different breweries they should be competitors because there's like some kind of love yeah, weird, eh? all of them It'd in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Oh, in very good way. Maybe we should know more about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so I so started to work for them, and uh, it's amazing. Oh, in Quebec, in Canada, you can grow in a company. Right. you move faster than Yeah. And you're from France, right? I'm from France. Okay. So I was not brewing, so I, I'm really interested into home brewing. I have some friends who are, like, home brewers, like, brewing at their place, and they make, like, amazing beers that, like surprisingly better than some breweries are doing sometimes wow that's That's crazy and they have like home brewing competition here in Quebec and it's it's pretty big fantastic uh, so yeah like I I started to work there uh, it's it's gonna be my life now what do you do now I'm still at the production, but i just got offered a new post at the filtration of the beer. Cool. So because at Gutenberg we, we filtrate the beer, yeah. so not all breweries do that, but we do. Yeah. So pretty much in charge of the filtration and gasification of the beer. Fantastic. So make sure it's yeah. ready for the bottling and canning. That's so dope.
0: So to quickly go back, we connected on Instagram because yep. you lived in my city, yep. in Melbourne. Yeah to be here tonight which I'm really glad you said Hey, yeah. because yeah. that's amazing yeah. so you were started to tell me and I cut you off before because I wanted to record it yeah. um, you went to Melbourne and that you went into beer
1: well uh, then. when I was living in France I was more into wine right of course. because wine is yeah, like a good friend. France one. is I'm not gonna say the best wine in the world like Italians are gonna go crazy <laughs> uh, we have some good wine in France you do, and, you uh, do. for Pretty reasonable price, yeah. so I was drinking wine. Yeah. Right. And in France, we don't have good beer, we, we, we get do, it's, it's getting there, like it's yeah. getting there. Like for the last few years, it's getting a bit better, but it's not like a beer country, like compared to Belgium, compared yeah. to like England or like Scotland, Poland, Germany yeah. Yeah. or whatever. So, we are pretty late in the beer industry. But so when I moved in Australia, when I went to Melbourne, I, I went you know, in, a, in a shop yeah. mm-hmm. and I like a I store? wanted yeah a, a liquor store and I wanted to buy some wine and I was like, oh shit, it's, <laughs> Look at this beer. it's a bit expensive but so <laughs> to have some good wine. So I checked the beer and I, I saw like, oh, they have more beers than Foster's? <laughs> Yeah. Like oh, oh, Foster's, fucked this! Yeah, no, it's, it's everywhere it's in the world. Really eh? bad, but yeah. that's I told all my friends. Like, believe in Australia, like yeah. they are making amazing beers. So I tried some beers like Little Creatures, Little Creatures, uh, White Rabbits. Yes, uh, like mainstream, it's, mainstreamy, but still craft. It's, like, it's craft? what I knew, like it's what's what I knew from from the yeah. liquor store right. I was
0: going. No, that was cool. cool That's a really good start, though, yeah. like because it wasn't too intense. Like yeah. they're better than
1: Foster's, of course, but they're not like. Yeah. No, because I tried the VB and the... Uh, it's fucking What's... Carton? Carton Draft? Yeah. Do you have Melbourne Bitter? Uh, I don't know. It's like a red Maybe care. my brain starts to trying to forget. Okay. Maybe I have tried? You need so to uh, forget, bro. I'm real, I I want to apologize yeah. on behalf of my country okay. for those beers. Is that bad? I, it's that
0: fucking oh, yeah. bad. Like, my parents brought some over for me a couple of years ago, so we could try them again. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it was as bad as I remember. You, have you tried Cronombo? Mm. Cronenberg,
1: yeah, it's not that bad. As white one is okay? Like, oh, Cronenberg Blanc? Yeah. I like, love that shit. Cronenberg Blanc is good. Yeah, the Blanc one. Yeah. Um, that I one, was surprised when I tried yeah, it. Super yeah. surprised. Yeah. kind of like Hogarden,
0: like, where it, or maybe Lowenbrow even, where it's like a nice mainstream we feel. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not mad at that, but like you can't compare Cronenberg's shitty... Sorry. Fosters and VB, that level of shittiness to Cronenberg. Cronenberg is leagues above yeah, that. Yeah, it's shittiness, but in Europe. in Europe so shittiness shittiness is... So much better than shitty like, Even shitty Canadian beer is as bad as Australian shitty beer. Like, I should... Like, most make, I, should that blue. I want to try again because... <laughs> try it again, because so. now you know more about beer. You, like, I would like to... When we go back, I'm going to try it, all that stuff again. You can probably still... You can't get it here, but in Toronto, you can get yeah. VB, I think. Can I? Uh, definitely Fosters. Ah, I have
1: to go to Toronto. Yeah. So.
0: yeah like, In the LCBO, they got way more, uh, the stuff they don't have here. Because here is just Quebec, and now they've got those, and a few Americans. But in Toronto, they have a much wider range. Anyway,
1: I digress. In France, we're starting to, like, it's it's funny because in a bar, like, uh, in a bar on Beaubien, I talked to you about... Uh, Is that like a, bottle, like a bottle beer? It was a collaboration with a, a brewery in Texas, Jester King, okay. and a French one, Thierry. Okay. And I didn't know this brewery in France, so I was like, oh, I'm going to check it out. And it was a brewery, it is a brewery, like maybe 15 kilometers from my hometown, yes. back in the north of France, that was already existing when I was living there, but uh, like I you never heard of right it, now. and uh, I it know it's p- getting, like, collaboration with, like, U.S. Yeah and so this was like oh shit super yeah. random yeah. I love the collaborative part of craft beer so I mean I guess when you uh, you
0: discovered craft beer in Australia and you took that love when you moved to uh, I started Montreal.
1: to love it more I drink and try and wanted to try more and more and uh, every time like yeah we were doing parties in working hostel everyone was drinking like cheap wine craft like good and I wanted to I was like this guy buying his own beers and like uh, like hiding them in the fridge so no one would <laughs> drink them that. because it's like expensive my beers don't fucking drink my beer and so I started like this pretty much and uh, so I loved it when I arrived in Montreal I I got like mind blown like uh, I went to like a specialized like uh, store like uh, I think the first time I first one I went to was uh Peluso. Peluso. Okay. That's our shade shop. Yeah. Uh, I was living like just next to a, on Cramazie next to a Vatune Bier <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the uh, Rue de Liege it's a very very small store but like they have like a very good choice and uh, I I saw all the choice and I was like shit It's crazy huh? how the fuck am I gonna be able yeah. to try all of that and I wanted totally. to try all of it like yeah, I wanted no, yeah. to try all of it and it's, it's still my uh, what Goal. makes me go like uh, I want to try everything I can fantastic which is it's the best part about craft beer right particularly
0: yeah. in Quebec like there's so much like so much variety when you go to somewhere like Peluso it's overwhelming yeah. I took my friend Phil who runs a company called Brewheads in States it's like a craft yeah. beer merch company we shot a video we did a song called Blueheads yeah. and we shot a video in a bunch of places here yeah? so I took him to Peluso and I was thinking he's American he's from ba- like Baltimore lives in Phoenix fucking like he knows like he doesn't have to worry about yeah. craft beer it's gonna be bullshit to him. He fucking like lusty shit in Peluso yeah. and that to me was like a very
1: cool co for Quebec craft yeah. beer because you have like any kind of beer like it's not like if you man. go to Belgium you're gonna have like Belgium yeah. beer. If you go to Germany, you're going to have German beers. If you go to the US, you're going to have like fairly regional. Somewhere. But like West Coast IPA, East Coast IPA. If you go to Quebec, you're going to have like East Coast IPA, West Coast IPA, like Belgian beer, German beer. Stout, oh, oh, some kind of beer. Even type of beer you never heard before, like they don't even exist. (laughs) They exist (laughs) just for one beer and you're gonna find it in Quebec and that's what I find is pretty amazing. Like it's frustrating to be in Quebec sometimes because we have so many beers but we can't get more. Like we can't get beers from the US. That's we can get beer from Ontario, except if you go to Ontario. Or now, we can get both. Uh, yeah. That's it, though. That's your first step. I have seen um,
0: Mill Street in a couple of bars. Yeah. And now Mill Street got bought out by Labatt, so they should be in their places. Okay. In my honest opinion, and not being biased because they're at a Bose event, but Bose are a better brewery than Mill Street, for sure. Like, they're more crafty. Mill Street makes more mainstream yeah. beers and stuff. I still have to buy Evan Bean, but... Uh, you yeah, have Oh, you should yeah, check yeah. it out. Mill Street's great. It's totally yeah. dope. Yeah. It's just... I don't know, like, every, I've never had a shit hose beer. Even if it's not my favorite, it's not shit. It's well-made all the time. And now, meeting these guys, like, I get it. Mill Street has a more of a, an accessible... That's why they got bought out just so much. It's more accessible. It's something that... Like, you know, like Granville Island. I don't know if you've had their beer. It's, actually, no, I shouldn't compare it to that because Granville Island's a little more watered down and than Mill Street, but it's small like, mainstream. Not as bad as a macro, but it's like more accessible, uh, in my opinion, because Bowen only has a couple of accessible beers, whereas Mill Street's, even their crazy beers aren't that
1: crazy. Either way. I went to a a blind taste of, like, beer for beer. Like, uh, one guy from Quebec uh, wanted to uh, make, like, a blind taste with, like, people, like, in the beer industry. So we had the brewer of, like, uh, Benelux. Oh, Oh, um, what's his name? uh, This one was Tico. But he's a brewer on the Wellington. Oh, the... the, up, up, not the yeah. We shot the video there, and he was, like, yeah. man cool. Okay. I so, and he wanted to try, like, some kind of, a, like, a test, like, blind test of, like, macro against micro breweries. So... And he was, like, thinking people can't make the difference between ma- macro breweries. So, like, uh, voice-on or... Like, uh, Labatte or whatever. Okay. And, and but like micro, similar styles yeah. in macro versus micro. Like trying like IPA from uh, from Boréal. And trying an IPA from Dunham, right. and he thought like people wouldn't be able to make a difference, difference. but they could. And they could. Like at the end of the like the, the result was overwhelming for microbrews. Everyone loved the microbrews more, even and, uh, even non-traditional beer drinkers. Like yeah. we had one actually, like, like we had a one one girl who did not really drink beers and uh, even if she did not like all of them, she oh like I don't like it, but this one is better still one. better to me than. That's micro, uh, that's um, micro-brewing, right, yeah, in a nutshell, I it's, it's, it's funny to make people, like, who's, like people are saying they love beer, and make them come in Quebec, They say, oh, if you love beer, I'm going to make you try some amazing beers, and so, every time they go to bar, I'm going to have the pale ale, because I'm still... Like Saint-Amboise pale ale, so, it's oh, like a pay yeah, a, yeah,
0: like, a lot. Try like,
1: something else, yeah. and like, Bring oh, it's up. like, a, trying, oh, fuck, oh. is this good?
0: <laughs> that's the best even stuff like Buzz actually is a really good example of that yeah. because they're their <clears throat> pale ale I don't really like yeah. but their cream ale I love it if, if I'm at a bar like so I'm you good beers are yeah, man like we did a video there too we did a lot of places that they were super cool to us which is why I really like them but yeah. their beers are accessible yet their IPA is great if we go down to we have a depeneur in our building so yeah. Tiff which is always it's really funny she gets this now she goes and buys the double IPA like in the six pack keeping the fridge if are yeah. not doing the beers for the vlog oh this shit the apricot wheat's accessible super accessible that was the first fruit the maple ever.
1: one is not bad like the maple uh, one's great
0: the cream ale is my favourite on tap because it's nitro and it was like if I'm ever at a shitty pub where they only have only macros then I, and they usually would have St.Ambuds they'd always yeah. have the cream ale because it's a great cake
1: beer it's still better and, than Coors um, or Budweiser. Like, Compared to that, it's, it's amazing. Don't too, even put yeah. them in the same comments, in the same oh,
0: yes. like, <laughs> oh, Excuse me, i like, a really big fan of saying it was. Quebec beer now, you mean, like as a whole, like it's phenomenal. Like it, There's so many fantastic breweries, like Judicial, uh, Trudial, fucking, um, I guess they're two of my main favorites, so I can't even think. Um, Dunham, the Castor, or Dunham, or the Dunham Castor. is a or the Castor. I've never been to the brewery, apparently it's... Castor, the Castor,
1: it's so small, Like I was, surprised. It was small, like, though, It's eh? really small, Like I like, was, was
0: expecting... Sorry, are you expecting a larger
1: place? Yeah, I was expecting yeah. like a, because you can't see them like it's, it's too bad they don't participate in a lot of festivals. Yeah. We don't you don't see them like a it's lot, but like if you're like a beer yeah. geek in Quebec you're gonna know like Le Castor even oh, for yeah. the Yakima supposed the Yakima to be one of the best IPAs. Like, one in of Quebec. the best my peers I've ever had, period. And it's true it is. Phenomenal. Uh, but yeah like it's I was expecting something <laughs> like bigger, like Korea, this Korea, very very, very Korea, tiny like, uh, uh,
0: you're like, oh. Is it worth a trip? Then? Say if we're going to Ottawa and we have a car anyway, is it worth? Buying? If you're
1: driving by, yeah, sure. Okay, but you sure. wouldn't go yeah. anyway. if you. Is there a fridge? Do like, some? Yeah, I All the beers they have like pretty much is gonna be like available anywhere else. Oh, right. But sometimes they have like releases that you only, you can buy only at the at the brewery. And that's what. Like I the want. barley wine, uh, okay. was only available at the brewery, yeah, I think. I kind of Love barley wines. I'd buy it if I went there, but I'm yeah. not. They have
0: um, a few beers. I've tried almost everything. Try it? I, ever oh, I
1: tried to make it old, like the, the barley wine. Yeah,
0: like, uh, it. keep it, yeah. I have a fridge for aging, yeah, yeah
1: okay. So I'll do that. Could okay. do yeah.
0: I love everything I've ever had from the castle, their session IPA, yeah. their oatmeal, The, bread. Um, the bread Bitter is a. Uh, which one? The bread bitter? The bread one, yes. The yeah. kiwi, the Nelson Sauvin uh, yes. Saison I think it is. Yeah. Um, everything I've had Saison there, this is Saison Farmhouse. Maybe that's yeah. one. the Saison Farmhouse, yeah, yeah. but then there's a the Kiwi one. It was different a a New Zealand hog. Isn't New Zealand hot? Nelson's hog? Yeah. Maybe. Either
1: way, like everything yeah. I've had from them is phenomenal, and every time anybody comes from out of town. The Catherine, the Catherine is like a stout. I never had that. Oh, it's maybe i fuck it up. I have I'm two bottles at my place. Um, like, yeah. if you want to try one, okay. if I can't find I, it. We should, I love we stouts, go. like, yeah. but I, it's when I tried this one, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, like, next level. Can yeah. I say, um, like, I can organize something for at gluten like you can visit the brewery too. Really? Oh, that would be sure. amazing. Yeah, and sure. we could do a do a podcast there too, uh, sure. with the because um, it's good, it's good promo. Like no, like always, stuff, like we we just made a video like for like a website like two days ago. So yeah, they're pretty much open to like it's advertisement and it's like uh, it's like I work for them, so I am not really objective. But I think they're making some great beer. Like the, the, the seasonal we have, like the Mirecende Glass, like the Lapsang, To me, are like amazing beers. And, uh, like when I meet people like Birguis, like yeah. Gutenberg, oh yeah, oh, but I'm more interested, and, and I get it. Yeah. Because the first time I saw Glutenberg, I was not that interested. Yeah. Man. Because because it is gluten free, it sounds boring. Yeah, it sounds boring, but it's not. Mm, okay, well. like
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, because you work for them. But I'm not the saying this because you work for them. Of all the gluten free beers I've had, by far Glutenberg is the shit, and. Yeah. Sometimes, I swear to God, if you gave me a Gutenberg next to something like that, I don't even know if you can tell the difference. Yeah. You know? Like they're really, really good beers. Yeah. Alright, to take a bit of a break. You know what I'm saying? For refill. You got the bottle? I got the bottle, yeah. How do you feel about the bottle versus the keg? Yeah, the keg. Right? Not,
1: yeah, not so many differences between the keg and the bottle to me. Uh, because is, is pretty much the same, yeah. 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 I see. Like, to me, like, the cask, and the, uh, the cask and the cake were, like, really, really different because they did the single. color. was a bit too much on the upside, like, the lost a bit I'm of the, the aromatic.
0: I feel like this is way less carbonated because I just got... I'm finishing off the bottle, I'm going into the cake. Yeah. Way less carbonated, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. I just feel like that's. There's, like there's almost more bitter because of that. On the, on the cask? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not the cask, this is the cake. Oh, maybe I should try again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got the cask, right? Mm-hmm. How'd
1: you find the cask?
0: You the cask mm-hmm. It's really
1: sweet. Sweet? Yeah. Oh, I got- Under- Residual sugars. The bottle I like
0: about do you know what the more I oh, fuck with this, the, the more, more I'm like hot Yeah, it is. The other ones are way more subtle, eh? Yeah. yeah. Lots of hops on that one. But um all right, so we're talking about glutenberg. Yep. So we were sort of touching on this before like we were chilling but so Glutenberg has a distribution network and,
1: and and they've allowed other well, breweries it's not Gutenberg itself it's like a, a sister company of Gutenberg called Transbrew oh, so okay. Transbrew own the warehouse, Yeah. yeah. and they rent space It's, it's in the same warehouse, but like where is it? It's in uh, Oshtagar. Oshtagar? It's ah, in okay. Assumption. It's like it's in Montreal. Okay. So both are pretty much like a, a very tiny space, like a local inside the, the warehouse. But it's a Quebec business address that allows because them to be in Because they have front. this, this room, small right? room mm. in Quebec, which allows them to 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 distribute. Yeah. Their beers in Quebec, yeah, right. just because of that. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really because Transbrew, we, we, we deliver beer all around Quebec for La Voie Malte, en Bas, Microbrasserie du Lac Saint Jean. So uh, a shitload of breweries in, in Quebec. Quebec are going for Transbrew to dispatch the beers. Yeah. And Bose, and then, right? But Bose is like the biggest. Okay. Yeah. We, when, we, when we get a load from Bose, it's like okay, like the truck from Bose is coming. Like, like all right, guys, stop, stop everything. everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so they bring a lot of stuff in. Because I was yeah. saying to the boy, like to Matt and Stu, that um, every debonair I go to, there's that little wooden hut thing. Yeah. Every fucking bar we go to, or restaurant we went to. A, I don't know if you know Dinette Triple Crown. It's like a soul yeah. food chicken yeah, yeah, restaurant. Yeah. I've
1: stuffed my face, so about. <laughs> <bad. laughs> <It's laughs> Oh, right? yeah. um, that place. A vegan had lunch. place on Saint Denis. They have like some bows like uh, La Pantera Verte. So, like, uh, I went there, like that beer, and like oh, we have some bows. I was Like what? Ooh. So yeah, it's everywhere. It's In- everywhere, and it, honestly,
0: man, like as just a craft beer fan. Like, I'm already. Bose is like literally like probably top three breweries of all time, but just to know that they're in Quebec everywhere, because I used to only be able to get it when I went to Ontario, so I get the mixer packs or I would grab whatever the fuck came out that I can't get here, but now I don't have to worry because they're all here. Yep. And not only are they all here, like, we went to that restaurant, and we saw they had had fucking. They had Farnham as well, like Triple Crown, they had a bunch of other Quebec beers, but before you got Lunch, right, give me that shit, just because I know it's a easy drinking, refreshing beer, but it's just. I'm just so impressed. Okay, so Gutenberg is great beer in themselves but they're sort of everyone because everyone said to me from both when I asked them how they got in Quebec oh through Glutenberg so yep. does Glutenberg like are they the pre- are you guys the predominant um, brewery at that warehouse or is it still owned by another company that's-
1: it's the same it's the same guys so we have gluten like they opened Glutenberg first in the optic of like one of the owner like it's two founders so one of them is celiac so he can't eat on drink gluten, so they wanted to make this company, so Glutenberg, after that, someone like, oh, let's make a bit more money, or let's, oh, there's like a gap, there's like something missing in Quebec for like, micro breweries, let's open like a big, like, we have the space, yeah. we have the money, so let's bring some other breweries to dispatch them, and, uh, you know, and now they have like, actually, like a third company out of that out of, out of Gutenberg so Gutenberg Transbro and now we have Rushlag, and it's going to be the first microbrewery and distillery well, in the in, in, Quebec. in one country in one company yeah so they're gonna make vodka, gin, yeah and uh, yeah. Damn. So it's called Oshlag, and it's gonna be out next two three months. Have you had the um, spirit uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried the spirits. I'm not a big spirit fan, but I tried. They're like, making some hops. Like I tried some hot vodka. Nice. Good. Uh, and it's, they made it from the from the mash, from the mule, from the the blonde beer. We make a Gutenberg so it's actually gluten-free vodka, which was wow. really. But all over the place. It's That's actually really good, and, uh, and lag is pretty much going to brew their own product, and they're going to brew uh, products from Jübox. Oh, Jübox is sick. So, so we're Jübox is going to brew at Oeschläg. Wow. Uh, Vox Populi. Yeah, it's a funny. new they made their name for, like a, for in uh, like a home brewers competition in Quebec like Ghostbubli is one guy and like he's really big and his, his opening is like he's, he's going breweries. to start brewing professionally and distribute amazing so yeah it's so like, there's a lot of stuff coming out through I, the brewing world in Quebec is always moving always and growing brewing, so I'm really glad we connected because this is like something
0: I feel disconnected from in general and uh, like every time I start to Dan. We we'll just talk about Dan from uh, Brewer. Like he always like says all this stuff. Like oh, there's so much going on. So it was good to hear it from someone Everything. else. It's like it's just it's so much shit. Like you know we're also talking like you know Chambly yeah. Chambly uh, beers uh, yeah. Festival. It's just it's such a fantastic thing. And that's my real, real small taste of the Quebec brewery side. We need to be more in the scene. Yeah. So we're gonna keep in contact. I definitely want to come to Bruinberg. I'm to, uh, gonna be very happy to have. So <laughs> I'm glad, man. We we'll get uh, we we'll get as much as possible. I'm fucking excited. I we're doing homebrewing soon too, eh? Yeah, yeah.
1: So we're gonna keep in touch for the homebrewing. You're gonna yep. try some of my friends' beer.
0: Yes, so I am. We're gonna have fun. I'm excited for that shit. Um, where can people find you on um, on social media? Where can they find you and Glutenberg? Where's the best
1: place? Glutenberg is like go on Facebook. You're gonna find Glutenberg. You're gonna yep. find Oschlag You're gonna find uh, Transbo Is it Oshlaga? Like A-O-C- it's like Oshlag. It's like O S H L A G. Oh, so it's actually still Oshlag. different Oshlag, not H. Because Oshlag, H. H-O, is like the name of the area. But yeah. like Oshlag, O-S-H-L-A-G, is like the name of the uh, tribe. Right. Okay. The actual tribe of like a na- native. If, uh, no you know shit, of like that makes sense. Yeah. Right, and that's where they got the name
0: from in the first place. They yeah. Frenchified the name. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay, cool. So. Okay,
0: So, so Oshlag is the, the distillery yeah. slash brewery. Slash Glutenberg. Is. So it's probably add Glutenberg everywhere. 100%. Huge fan. So looking forward we'll to definitely do a podcast sure. at, at the brewery. And for yourself, where can they find you on Untapped, on um, Instagram? Uh,
1: you can find me on uh, if you speak French it's gonna be easier but you cliquez fou. Yep. So, C-R-Y-Q-U-E-T-F-O-U. Oh, you know me so much, so well. Like, Yo, <laughs> I remember that shit, and so that means I'm crazy. So, I'm going you oh, as my agent. Yes, I'm so. your agent. So, if
0: anyone needs you, you talk to me, all right? Yeah. You tell them, send talk to this cut. You this can kind of You book, can yeah. find
1: me on, uh, on Untapped uh, Facebook, and... Everything um, like that. Like I, I love beer. Like I'm always happy to talk about beer, and... Um, I can drink, and sometimes I can't swallow well, but... It's okay. That's what the beer does. (laughs) It's a
0: beautiful thing. Well, Piet, pleasure to meet you finally, bro. Thank you for coming through. Cheers. Thank you. Catch you, kids.